This is Plant-Based Briefing, from the cow in the room at COP26 to the cow in the Oval Office, by Silash Rao at climatehealers.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I research and narrate a variety of articles on plant-based, compassionate, eco-friendly living, with permission, in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's article is by Dr. Silash Rao of Climate Healers. They're a nonprofit dedicated to healing the Earth's climate. Dr. Rao has an amazing background. He has his PhD in electrical engineering from Stanford University. He worked on internet communications infrastructure for 20 years after graduation. He blazed the trail for high-speed signal processing chips and technologies for high-def TV, all sorts of amazing things. Recipient of many awards, author of 22 peer-reviewed technical papers, 50 standard contributions, 10 U.S. patents, 3 Canadian patents, co-founder of Silicon Design Experts in 1991 that was acquired by Level 1 Communications and was later acquired by Intel. And in 2006, though, he switched careers and became deeply immersed full-time in solving the environmental crisis affecting humanity. He's the author of two books, and he's executive producer of many documentaries that you've probably watched, The Human Experiment, Cowspiracy, What the Health, A Prayer for Compassion, They're Trying to Kill Us, The End of Medicine, The Land of Ahimsa, Animals, A Parallel History, and Milked. And his work is featured in the award-winning film Countdown to Year Zero, produced by Unchained TV. And he's made a pinky promise with his granddaughter Kamaya that the world will be largely vegan before she turns 16 in 2026. And he has faith that humanity will transform to keep his pinky promise to Kamaya, not just for ethical reasons, but also out of sheer ecological necessity. And he and his organization are working tirelessly and brilliantly to keep that promise. And he's also formally taken the Ubuntu Pledge to become Homo Ahimsa and the Liberation Pledge to accelerate the adoption of veganism. And I was on his Moonshot podcast shortly after I launched Plant-Based Briefing, and he's the first person I ever heard coin the term the cow in the room instead of the elephant in the room. So many governments and society in general ignores the cow in the room The fact that animal agriculture contributes so much harm to the environment, to human health, of course, to the animals. But biodiversity, I mean, there's so much wrong and nothing right about animal agriculture. So I'm not sure if he's the first to coin the term the cow in the room, but I know when I was talking with him on his podcast and I mentioned the elephant in the room, he said the cow in the room. I thought that was brilliant. And Climate Healers has taken that cow in the room concept and taken it to COP26 last fall, where they actually had an adorable giant inflatable cow named Vega to really highlight the cow in the room that everybody is ignoring. And they've created some YouTube videos and a whole campaign around it. So that's a bit of what you'll hear in today's post. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. From the cow in the room at COP26 to the cow in the Oval Office by Dr. Silash Rao at climatehealers.org. Quote, The secret of change is to focus all of your energies not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Dan Millman. The system is crumbling as governments around the world are sinking under the weight of their own hypocrisies. While at first glance it might have seemed like we turned the corner on government obstruction on real climate action, 
Recall that just prior to UN COP26 in Glasgow, Scotland, the U.S. administration had initiated the Discover Dairy program in schools nationwide. When the scientists at the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, IPCC, had recommended the global adoption of plant-based diets to combat climate change in their draft sixth assessment report, AR6, the governments of the United States, Brazil, and Kenya objected and removed that recommendation out of the final document. Earlier this year, the White House announced a Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health. The 40-page report accompanying that announcement made it seem as if the U.S. government was about to turn over a new leaf and embrace science and reason on climate action, not just on hunger, nutrition, and health. Sadly, it was not to be. The White House Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health did occur last month. While it acknowledged that food and nutrition played a crucial role in health promotion and chronic disease prevention, it pointed to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, or USDA's, Dietary Guidelines Document 2020-2025 as the nation's go-to source for nutrition advice. Using this so-called go-to source, the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, proposed a new rule to qualify food products that could be labeled, quote-unquote, healthy. A few years ago, as documented in What the Health, the USDA had admitted that eggs cannot be legally labeled nutritious, healthful, healthy, good for you, or safe. Surprise, surprise! The new guidelines have allowed the FDA to restore the quote-unquote healthy label for eggs, even though the last time we checked, none of the scientific papers detailing the disease-promoting properties of eggs had been overturned. According to the new guidelines, in addition to the formerly unhealthy eggs, other healthy foods include fish, dairy yogurt, and olive oil. We kid you not. Even the New York Times got in on the act by publishing a recipe for olive oil fried eggs. Fool us once, shame on them. Fool us twice, shame on us. When the U.S. government and mainstream media have such a warped understanding of public health, is it any wonder that over 70% of American adults and counting are overweight or obese, even as chronic hunger is on the rise nationwide? Even two-thirds of U.S. military personnel are overweight or obese. Talk about getting bogged down in the field of war. As you can see from being studiously ignored at the U.N. COP26 meeting in Glasgow, Scotland, Vega, cow and climate healer, is now comfortably lodged in the White House Oval Office. As usual, everyone is pretending that she's not there, but we promise you that she will keep mooing until she is acknowledged and heard, freeing the rest of us to get on with the task of building new systems that work for all of us. Among the stakeholders contributing to the $8 billion worth of programs announced by the White House to address hunger, nutrition, and health— were Tyson Foods, Chobani, Danon, and Seafood Nutrition Partnership, to name a few disgraceful actors who ought to know better. On the positive side, the American College of Lifestyle Medicine promised to donate 5.5 hours of continuing medical education course credits on nutrition and food as medicine topics to 100,000 healthcare providers located in regions of high diet-related diseases. May we recommend that the American College of Lifestyle Medicine begin in the halls of the USDA so that its dairy, egg, and fish army of death, disease, and planetary destruction gets transformed to a beans, brown rice, and broccoli army of reason, science, and planetary thriving. That would nip diet-related diseases in the bud.
You just listened to From the Cow in the Room at COP26 to the Cow in the Oval Office by Dr. Silash Rao at climatehealers.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. And if you're interested in more information on the fact that eggs cannot be called healthy, technically, or they couldn't, listen to episode 246 called Peaks Behind the Egg Industry Curtain by nutritionfacts.org. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And it's shocking, but not that the U.S. government will still not acknowledge the fact that they are literally killing people with their policies, subsidizing animal agriculture, knowing that it's killing people, and killing the planet, not to mention the animals, of course, is just beyond reprehensible. If you want a tiny glimpse into how the government works and how they do this, at least here in the U.S., I recommend the documentary Plant Pure Nation. It's by... Nelson Campbell, son of Dr. T. Colin Campbell, who is famous for the China study. And it tells the story of them on a quest to spread the message of the health breakthroughs with a plant-based diet. They got to give a stirring speech on the floor of the Kentucky House of Representatives and proposed a pilot program to document the health benefits of a plant-based diet and share the information with Kentuckians. But once the legislation got into committee, agribusiness lobbyists killed it completely. And then the film continues with how they actually do biometric testing and give people plant-based diets and watch them see incredible improvements in just a matter of 10 days. And then created a grassroots movement to help share this information with people to save lives, essentially. But that's our government for you. Our systems are messed up and our elected representatives are not looking out for us. Anyway, I do recommend Plant Pure Nation. You can watch it for free on YouTube, and I'll put a link in the show notes as well. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.